Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it seems like it's been ages. How are you, Sam? Oh, I'm fine, apart from apart from my dodgy head that's just about to materialise. But all good this end. How about you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. My hay fever is starting to kick in, so you'll have some lots of nice really? editing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yay! Yay, enjoy that. Thanks, Erica. <laughs> You're welcome, anytime. So, have you done anything? Oh, I, do you know what? I've been really, really busy. Um, really? Bizarre, yeah, bizarrely, January. Well, first of all, I had my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. That may that may not be that exciting in lockdown, but we had a takeaway curry. Oh, my life. I haven't had to take away curry for so long. It was so nice. (laughs) (laughs) She really appreciated it. Yeah. You know, when you completely forget what it was like Mm. to have a takeaway. Um, Yeah. So that was that was really lovely. And that's going to annoy a lot of people that I know because um, they don't know that it's my birthday because don't put it on Facebook. (laughs) Keep it quiet. (laughs) It's a secret birthday. It wasn't a big birthday, was it? No, it wasn't a big birthday. I have to wait wait another year for that. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we've been warned. Yeah, (laughs) don't tell anyone. Um, So I've also, I did a a demo online, which I rolled out. Met some lovely new people that I've never met before. Uh, Made Elsie the Elephant. So I've invested in a few bits of kit. So I've got a few webcams now and Mm. um, bits to attach to my kitchen table. And I've got a light. And so... I do, oh yeah, I, you've gone I, full, full YouTuber setup now. I've, I've, yeah, that's my kids are calling me now a YouTuber um, <laughs> with your beautiful background and your fairy lights. And your... <laughs> do you know what? I might invest in that <laughs> just to make people feel at home. The, the yeah, amount, yeah. The amount of rubbish that you have to move from your actual kitchen to make it look like you know it's gotcha. tidy. <laughs> yeah. What so you really whatever. want? What you really want is like a sort of pull across background that looks like it's a tidy kitchen. I do. <laughs> I do. Do you know what? You are not kidding. You really are. That would be lovely. Just a screen. Yeah, like some printed fabric you can drop down from somewhere and everyone will think you've just got a wonderful kitchen and it's possibly slightly wrinkly. Actually, do you know what? I don't even need that. I could just put a curtain. True, true, yeah. I could be in a studio somewhere. Wait till I tell my husband now that I want a track. (laughs) We'll have a random curtain row in the middle of the kitchen. Like, what what is this this for? (laughs) The funniest thing is, though, that um, obviously I haven't got any any banners or anything to put up in the background. So my ingenious way of getting my um, business name in the background uh is to print it out on a piece of paper and stick it to my microwave nice currently my microwave is still sponsored by cake innovations (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were going to say you you just incorporate it into everything you do so like every piece has got your logo on it i'm just going to use my logo as an example (laughs) (laughs) every other word (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no i wasn't quite that bad (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, I've done that. And then I've rolled out um, some little um, modeling classes. 
okay. as well, and some flower classes, which nice. take me up to June. And I spent last night actually wiring it all together. So I covered some dummies and I've wired the flowers together. And yeah. now I'm looking at it again, oh, I really need another flower in there. So I might sit down and make another Cosmos. <laughs> oh, I like Cosmos. It. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been a challenge, the Cosmos. You would think, I, I would think that the Cosmos would be one of the easiest ones to yeah. make. But yeah, for me, it was more of a challenge. But, really? I've made them loads yeah. of times. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't made them before, but I think they're beautiful. And yeah. I have now made lots. But um, yeah, they took me a little while to, to fiddle around with. And I think oh. it's... It's trying to get a, a decent cutter. So the cutter that I've got is um, an FMM. It's the, they're wheels. So the oh, other okay. Thing, um, so what I did was I didn't have time to order a cutter or anything the first time I needed to make them. Yeah. So I went to the garden center. I was gonna buy a plant, but did you they buy were silk quite flower? expensive. No, I stole a petal <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> and and made made a um, you know, you, no no you know you get the molding stuff that you can make molds out of yes I made a veiner from the petal oh well done and then used the imprint of that to cut round and then veined with it <laughs> perfect I have got a veiner now I I think one of the problems was I was using a veining tool so every hmm. time I veined it it spread the petals wider oh and I, okay and I yeah, didn't yeah. like the look of it. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm still I'm still playing with uh, with that. I'm sure I'll I'll get something a bit better that I'm more happy with. But okay. um, I I don't dislike what I've done. Put it that way. <laughs> before I, before I say that my class is rubbish, it's not. It's so not are these all are for your business rather than for someone else. All the classes and demos. Yeah, I've decided I need to make some money. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think a year, a year without uh, funds <clears throat> is quite a long time. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've uh, a little bit of investment in a bit of kit and um, and sitting down and making. So, really, I mean, the flowers have been really time consuming. So it's kept me busy for for January. Um, yeah. So we've got some freesias and cosmos and roses and ruscus and nice some filler flowers. So yeah, it looks it looks quite good. Um, good where are you advertising them are they on your I will be (laughs) yeah well I've I'm trying to revisit working out how to do my MailChimp newsletter um, (laughs) which you know I've got I've got quite a few um, people on there Uh, it's just that me and my knowledge of MailChimp it's just a bit slow Uh, so currently they're they're all sitting on Facebook um, and I probably did make the error of blitzing them so I spent ages doing posters for all of them and then um then I, I kind of got oh I've done them all I'm just putting them all on uh, that was probably an error <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I need to um I need to get out and try and do a little bit more advertising with them um but yes yeah, so if anyone wants to uh, join me on some classes so the, the the kind of the modeling is all aimed at beginners okay I see a lot of more advanced stuff online see I see a lot of advanced modeling I don't see a lot of advanced anything else do you not no um so well I see a lot of advanced modeling and I kind of think you know if you were interested in wanting to start modeling where do you go where do you go to actually learn the very basics yeah of that so this is what mine uh these classes are aimed at just to get you on the on the road to learning a little bit of of modeling 
Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, I quite like those. But obviously the flowers, the, the flowers can be done by mm. anyone because I'm going to walk you through them. But I don't want anyone to be scared of them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It is just a learning thing. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, quite pleased with those. Cool. Done, done a bit of walking and had my eyes tested. There you go. Oh, my... the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else can you do? <laughs> well, indeed. <laughs> I guess taking me is is kept me busy for for a while, so that's yeah. Good. So, what about you, Erica? What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot. I had a test and trace notification uh, a couple of weeks ago, so I had to stay in. I mean, I got it quite late, so I only had to stay in for five days, and I was working for three of them, so I only really had a weekend to occupy myself. So okay, that really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um. And obviously, I did the other three days working from home. Um, yeah. Which we can do, but we need someone to be in because there's certain bits of our job that we can't do from home. So okay, it just means that I had to be the person at home, and someone else had to go in. Um, did you get bombarded with lots of calls? No, it was an app one. Oh, okay. It wasn't a um a phone call one. It's just oh. the app says you've been you have been a contact of someone who's tested positive. You need to isolate until. I'm assuming you are okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get anything. That's good. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I'm assuming it was from a DLR because I have literally been nowhere else. Like, yeah. <laughs> and at yeah. work, no one's anywhere near me. Like they're more than four meters away most of the time so i got a new phone oh so that arrived at the beginning of my just the day before my isolation so that was good spent a little bit of that sort of setting that up so now i can take decent pictures and decent pictures in low light which is quite exciting what have you got uh huawei p30 pro i got a refurbished one because otherwise it'd be too expensive yeah more more than i would want to pay otherwise Yeah. So uh, I got a, a nice refurbished one and the camera is amazing. Oh, I tried it out. Um, so the nighttime camera on it is brilliant. I tried it out outside the evening that I got it, took a picture of the sky and you can see the stars in the sky. Like I couldn't even see, I could see maybe four with my like bare eyes. Oh, wow. And in the photo, you can see loads of them. So yeah. Oh, that's good because your, your last phone actually took really good photos as well. Mm, I don't think so. It's better than mine. <laughs> they they it only took good photos if it was in good natural daylight if it was okay. in anything else it didn't take good photos at all okay they were very fuzzy and the colors were all out all right okay so can so, your can your um new phone take two sim cards or is it just one uh it's one sim card but i don't need two sim cards no i do that's why I'm... okay oh i think it actually no i think it can because there's an app on it that says dual sim so maybe it does oh, okay I so I think to... there's there's like a memory card slot and you can either have it's a memory card or another SIM card in it. So Oh, okay. I might have a have a look because um Yeah. Yeah, I'm I've got my my work phone is very very bad. It was given to me and um and it dies very quickly. So it's Aww. constantly on charge. So if people Well, you can me... have my old one if you want. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get rid of it. I was going to send it to. You know they're doing um like charities are doing stuff at the minute where yeah. there's one in Lewisham that's doing it where they're giving smartphones to sort of isolated older people so they can video call their their family oh. and giving them free data with it as well. Oh gosh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so I was going to send it off to that, but if you want it. Oh, well, I might take you up on that, but I, feel, but, but I feel like, you know, I'd be depriving of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I would say I could then send them mine, but they'd have to keep it on charge all the time. <laughs> yeah. Use it plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have to hold a charge. That's one of the things. It has to be able to hold a charge and it has to be able, it, the screen can't be cracked. I think that's the other thing that yeah. they have to be. Don't but. have scrap screens, but scrap screen? Did I even say that? <laughs> cracked screens, but yeah, the charge is a, is a problem. Yeah, I've sorted through a load of my sugar craft pieces. So I've got rid of loads of display stuff. I was like, I've got display stuff for demos that I don't do anymore, that I've never done. Yeah. So I was like, right, get rid of that, get rid of that. Strip that dummy back. So I've cleared out a lot of stuff that I had for no real reason. I've got rid of most of my sugar flowers that I've made, unless I'm keeping them for display purposes. Oh, Because I look at them and I think, well, I've kept them because I've made them spares and they're nice. But yeah. If I ever needed these for a cake, I wouldn't use these because they're so old. I'd make new ones. So yeah. what have I kept them for? So, yeah, yes. chucked away a load of stuff. Um, oh, I've done as well a certificate in mental health awareness at work, oh, which was uh, interesting and tedious at the same time. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's, it's meant to be the equivalent of like a, they said an A-level, but the results came through saying it's kind of the equivalent of, a, of level two rather than level three. But I don't know. I don't really care. Um, All right. How long did that it take make, you? It makes a difference. It's taken about three months. Okay. I thought you were going to say you did it online in one day. No, we all started it like when it was not quite so busy. And it was like, we haven't got time to do this now. It's like, it's too much work. But the, the learning was really interesting. The questions were tedious and ridiculous. Oh. Um, it wasn't essay questions. It was pretty much copying and pasting from a book which was ridiculous oh. but it was interesting so we did about um dementia um eating disorders um psych um psychosis schizophrenia um what else did we do ocd phobias um all sorts of things so what what is the plan to use it for or was it just there something? isn't really a plan to use it for anything just to kind of make you aware make us yeah, yeah. So it was all about um, what the what the condition is, how it presents, or what you might feel like to have it, how it affects other people, and what the treatments are that are available. Okay, that's quite good, yeah. isn't it? Because you know, yeah. at the, especially at the minute, and if you can see something in your own family or something, then that's yeah, know, family or friends. Then that's yeah. a really good thing to have. Yeah, it was quite interesting though. Like just what people think some conditions are and what they actually are like schizophrenia for example is very very misrepresented yeah so I have done that as well oh fabulous fabulous Mm. um so I know that you've actually found quite a lot of new stuff haven't you this month and I have indeed I I kind of I things must have subliminally passed me by (laughs) well I think it's been a very long month and I think it feels like that must have been longer than a month ago that that's been out so yeah it does feel like it sometimes doesn't it yeah so yeah go on hit me with what you've got well do you want to start with what you've got first of all okay I'll start with um the Satinara paste that came through well first of all we got an email didn't we to say that Mm. um they'd released it and this is something that um Colpit had put on their website just before Christmas and I know that um my rep didn't have a clue what it was so so we couldn't talk about it in January. Oh, okay. Then we got then we got this uh, email to say that um, they're releasing this new Satinara paste. I actually placed an order with them uh, a week or so ago. So, so it's only recently come through. Uh, yeah. They were they were giving out a kilo of it to try. Okay. And 
uh, I used it to cover some dummies. Um, I was quite impressed with it, actually. Yeah. Um, I I haven't done the dummies all in one. I, I kind of now tend to do them in two parts and cover the top and then do the sides. Okay. Um, but from from what they're suggesting, you can cover the whole thing in one. Uh, so I covered a seven-inch dummy, a seven-inch by six-inch tall uh, mm-hmm. dummy, and then I did a, a five-inch by four-inch deep dummy, and I managed to cover both of those, and I had to add a little bit of paste to it, and I covered a 10-inch drum as well. So I think a kilo of paste went quite a long way. Oh, wow. That yeah. is a long way for a kilo. It is, isn't it? Yeah. and a kilogram. I yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't had any... Um, there was no tearing. There was no. I mean, it's covered nicely. So, wow. yeah, I'm quite. I'm quite pleased with it. Um, I would. I would have another go. Okay. So that comes in white and ivory. It doesn't at the moment. It tastes. It, it tastes quite marshmallowy. Obviously, had okay. to do a taste test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and you can tell. You can tell actually when you're eating it that there's quite a lot of gum in it. So it yeah. gives it that stretch. Um, mm. But I gave my son some, and he just ate it and went, "Oh, it's icing, isn't it?" <laughs> so, yeah. so kind of uh, no one will tell the difference no <laughs> no, no customer would um i don't think they'd take any notice no but but yeah you can tell yeah you can tell that there's quite a lot of gum which obviously gave it its elasticity and let me mm. roll it out reasonably thin yeah i might do it slightly thicker if i was doing the cake yeah um but yeah no it's good okay good so that's we found the craft company prices is twelve ninety five for a two and a half kilogram, or yep. twenty two ninety five for five kilograms. So it's still quite cheap. It is still quite cheap. I think that eventually prices. I think they've got it at quite a low price actually. I was yeah. kind of like working it on about six about six pounds a kilo when I was when I was looking at the prices. But but okay. yes, you can obviously get it. You will get it from the big companies a lot cheaper. But I say support the little ones. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you found? Um, no, not really. No. Go for your huge list, Erica. Okay. So number one, I'm going to do these quite quickly because there's quite a lot of them. <laughs> so I feel like this is all the news we have, but there is more new dinky doodle drip newness. Yeah. Um, there's. We can cover the world like in drip. No, I feel like a broken record. Um, there's a new champagne drip, which is twelve ninety nine for the hundred grams. Currently on offer for a tenner if you buy from Dinky Doodle. Isn't she doing more... that as a um, as a trial? I don't think I... so. I thought I saw her say that she was doing a trial that she was putting it on. Oh her no, page. no, no. Okay, yeah. So I think it's the ones in the not the official packaging. So I think she's right. got like a set of sample ones. Okay. And those are the ones that are a tenner. And then right. when they're all gone, the normal ones will be twelve ninety nine. Oh right, okay. She's taking the plunge. Yeah. Does um, look pretty. Yeah, it's a nice champagne colour as opposed to the normal gold is more of a yellow gold and this is yeah. Like the colour of champagne, obviously. Yeah. Looks nice. very nice. Mm. Um there's also the mini doodle drip sets, which are new. So these are a set of one hundred gram bottles of the dinky doodle drip but the nib on it's finer so you can do more writing or you can do more of like you know when you sort of drizzle it across yeah. something and you get a like nice I suppose fine geometric line. hearts you can do more of that yeah yeah that sort of thing to decorate that sort of thing definitely uh, so there's a set of rainbow ones which is seven rainbow colors for 34.99 there's a black and white set for 9.99 
There's a baby pastel set for $9.99, which is a baby pink and a baby blue. And there's a signature set for $9.99, which is a hot pink and a teal. Mm, they're so nice. They look yeah, they are nice. Um, also, along the lines of colour, Sweet Sticks, who are an Australian company, they've got some Valentine's sets out. So they've got a Valentine's Day eight pack of their liquid paints. So it's eight 15 mil bottles. There's four different pinks, a gold, a silver, a black and a white in the set. Um, their paints are really nice. I do have some and I do use them. They are stocked over here by various people, but I haven't found this set. I looked quickly. I haven't found this set online anywhere in the UK. doesn't mean that it's, it's not there. Um, in Australian dollars, it's 75 for a normal pack of eight colours, you're looking at around 50 quid in the UK and some retailers will sell it reduced at 40. Um, they've also got, which I think is the nicer set personally, a uh, water activated five pan palette. So these are the other style of paints they do. And they're like a, imagine buying like a palette of watercolour paints and you add the water and you mix it yourself. Um, it's basically like that so they come in a little palette with a little brush um, the palette's got a lid so you can close it and you add water yourself to make them into paint to paint with do you know what They're I like about work. that I like the fact mm. that actually because they fold up um, you know they've got the lid on the space yeah. the storage space mm. so yeah. much less yeah yes yeah that's what appeals to me I think they would travel really well they will store really easily um they're vegan they've got no alcohol they're kosher yeah. so they're really easy to Tick use all the boxes. To be honest. yeah yeah it says um in their bits um 100 edible ingredients are water activated food paint can paint dry and be rub free in a really quick time on many surfaces making decorating easier quicker and more cost effective mm. and it does say that you can use them on royal icing macaroons fondant and buttercream okay yeah, so you've got a five pan palette, which is like a rose gold, uh, a black, a corally red, a metallic pink and a gold. Um, so it's five two gram palettes or paint squares and a brush, um, 26 Australian dollars. And in the UK, their similar palettes are selling for 13 pounds, which I don't think is too bad. Because no. you're getting a brush with it as well and five colours. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I like the I like the whole design of them. You know? Yeah, I'd like to yeah, I'd like I to do. have a play. I'd like to have a go. Yeah, and see what yeah, they like. I would. Yeah, I think I'd had to think quite hard about what palette I would want to buy though, as to which five colors I want because yeah. I want to try one, but I want to try one they're going to use rather than just mm. one that like oh it's great and then never touch it again. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, we've also got the cake illusionist has a new online wolf tutorial. So this is a wolf. If you imagine a dog sitting up. It's a carved animal, yeah, but it's I a did, wolf. Yeah, I saw this. It does look very good. Yeah, it is. So that's £29. You get five hours of video tutorial from two different angles, a downloadable pack with instructions, recipes, templates, um, access to a private Facebook group with weekly lives for a month and Q&As for £29. I think that's quite a good value. Yep, I agree. And her online classes are very easy to follow. Um, I don't feel like they miss anything out. I think they're actually done very well mm -hmm. we also got this morning uh karen davis has got a nordic gnome mold out so we did discuss this it's it's we think it may have come through a little bit later than they planned <laughs> <laughs> being february and it's essentially a christmas design but 
I like the ingenuity of changing, of of adapting it though. (laughs) Yes. So it's 20.99 and you get um, a known body, a beard, plait, arms, legs, and 19 different accessories, which include bunny ears, bubble hats, knitted string, knitted hearts, buttons, Christmas trees, snowflakes, stars, bows, flowers, holly. So there's plenty to accessorize with. And on their website, They've dressed them up as little Easter bunnies and done little Valentine's ones with hearts as well. So that's really good, actually. Not just for Christmas. No, she has has thought about it, hasn't she? She has thought about using it more than just once in a year. Yes. Yeah. Which I like that. I like that because obviously the thought has gone into it because otherwise I wouldn't have put bunny ears into it if they thought it was just going to be Christmas. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And Karen Davis molds are always good quality, aren't they? So, yes, I have a few. Same here. Uh, we also have a wealth of online shows as well this month. Yeah. So let's start with um, <laughs> the British Sugarcraft Guild have got a Love Sugarcraft weekend on the 13th and 14th of February. Now, this is for their members and it's free to view for all their members in the uh, BSG Sugarcraft Lounge Facebook group. Um, it's got at the moment they've got a few demonstrations um, listed yes. so you've got an Easter Humpty you've got a Bella the Ballerina um, there's some I'm sure I saw someone doing some flowers so they've got basically it's a range, Valentine's Day weekend yeah there's a range of different demonstrations that are going up there for free which is a nice thing to do I think yeah um, we've also got Cake International have got their virtual edition on the 6th of March, that's £8. Uh, you get 50 hours of demos, and that's being done through Facebook groups as well, which that's what puts me off, to be honest. I would rather not have to join a Facebook group to watch yeah. a demo. I find it quite a long way around and quite tedious to find stuff. Like, you've got to scroll for it quite a lot. Um, mm. But anyway, you can re-watch that until the 1st of May. Yeah. And there's They've also competitions as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's like a full on, full, full on, on show. COI, same as they yeah. did in, yeah, same as they did in November, basically. Yeah. Um. So you've got competitions, you've got demos, you've got different. So what they did last time was they did different Facebook groups for what would have been all the different zones in the show. So yeah. you buy your ticket and then you have to request to join every single one of these groups. There was like seven or eight of them if you want to see the whole show. Right. Mm. So you've got to join all the groups separately and then they will be live in whatever group at whatever time it is on the schedule and then you can watch it back at your leisure okay so you don't miss anything so Mm. I understand why they've done it and I think Facebook currently I'm sure I've seen that if you have a group I think Facebook let you I think they pay to let you run paid events or something like that um you can I've had a notification about it saying would you like to run a paid event we'll pay you sort of thing so oh okay Wow. I think they're promoting it at the moment. Mm. Facebook are playing around a lot with their stuff and I don't like it. Yeah. It's 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 causing me a lot of aggro. So yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Facebook at the minute. No, I'm not. I've I had deleted my account, but then I've reactivated it because apparently that removed my demo from the Cake International group. So I've just removed everyone oh. that I know 
So yeah. I'm literally a member of two groups and I have no friends. Oh. <laughs> so oh, Erica. It's just so much easier if I want to go onto it because if I have to go onto it, it's because I have to do something in a particular yeah. group. That's it. See, it's all I want to do. I don't want to see all this rubbish that people are posting. Yeah. Well, bizarrely, I get most of my interaction through Facebook. So I have no choice, really. Mm. Um, and, and not through Instagram. Uh, yeah. But, so it's so I'm trying to find my head, get my head around uh, these groups and try and sort it out because I, I have yeah. yeah I have started a group and I have uploaded the demo that I did into the group. Oh okay. And uh, so people can come, they can join the group. That's not a problem. Yeah, um, I think the thing with groups is they're not long term commitments for people. Someone will join a group and watch something in there for about a month and then forget all about it. Potentially, yes. I think it depends on how the groups are set up. Yeah, I don't think it's often something that people keep coming back to. If you look through your Facebook, you're probably members of lots of groups that you don't ever remember joining. <laughs> or that you're like, oh, I have no interest in that anymore. Until I want, until I want to advertise my class. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one more online thing. So the Region 8 show that was due to be on the 8th of May has gone online. Uh, that's being done via Zoom. So that one is live rather than That's Sugarcraft Guild as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's Sugarcraft Guild. Uh Southeast Region 8. Yeah. Um, there's three demos in a workshop throughout the day, and it's £10, and that includes a free raffle ticket as well. Yes. So, something a bit different. I feel like a raffle is the staple of the BSG. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think CR has quite, uh, quite embraced it in the same way. Oh. <laughs> well, there's also a um, competition on that as well, and the, I know the winners are going to be shown in between the sessions. Yeah, or like the the competitors rather than the winners are going to be shown in between the sessions. Oh right, cool. I have to I have to create the uh, slideshow for that. Ah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> when I get entrance, so yeah, loads, yeah. loads of new stuff, lots going on online. That's good. That's good. Mm. Be interesting yes. to see what comes out next month then. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Shall we move on to our uh, topic this month? Mm. It's been quite a good one, I think. Yeah, I think it's been quite interesting for us to sort of look Reminisce. back at Reminisce. Yeah, yeah, because it's gone quite quickly. So uh, this month we're doing a year in podcasting. Enjoy. Um, can you believe it has been an entire year since we started our podcast? I've looked back through my diary and our first recording session was on the 20th of February. So almost exactly a year. I'll tell you what, stand. that's gone quick. It has gone very quick. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot believe that that time has has gone so fast and I think we have learned so much yeah so we thought it'd be handy just to sort of recap our process basically and what we've learned along the way because some other people might be interested in this and you might be interested in knowing what goes into the podcast that you listen to the trials and tribulations so, <laughs> yes hope you enjoy <laughs> So where should we begin? Should we begin at the very, oh, I feel feel like I'm going into the sound of music. Should we begin at the <laughs> very beginning? One, yeah. <laughs> yes, a very good way to begin. <laughs> so I think we we probably, well, you started this, didn't you really, by accosting me? Well, we were talking about something, we were texting about something, maybe it was arranging another date at the shop, and I think you were, yeah. you were saying that you were going to give up the shop, and you didn't yeah. know what you wanted to do next, or what direction you were going to go in next. And this little thing sparked in your brain and went, oh, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing out there. Yeah, yeah. there's I nothing want... out there currently. 
I want to listen to a sugarcraft podcast. Why aren't there any? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think probably you you listen to a lot of um, podcasts. Far more. I, I'd never listened to one podcast um, when we started. Yeah, well, I listened to a few. So I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to hear rather than just anything, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think throughout the year, the the feedback from people that I know that have listened always say to me, it just sounds like two friends chatting away over a cup of coffee and just recording themselves. And they absolutely love just listening to us witter away. Yeah, I think that's kind of the sound that we wanted because one of the podcasts that I listen to definitely has that style. And that's the one that I enjoy listening to the most as opposed to a more formal approach. So I think that kind of the idea that we wanted it to be quite informal sort of shaped a lot of what we did. So it, it sort of um, informed our logo design and all that sort of thing and the music and when we well the first thing we started with was the name wasn't it so we had a long think a long long think and then resorted to uh, search engines <laughs> yeah <laughs> podcast name ideas <laughs> but it's and, really hard to come up with something yeah. that's original and different and you know catchy and something that will people will just listen to and go oh yeah that relates to that yeah and it doesn't sound like anything else that's already out there cannot be easily confused with someone else and sums up your style as well so in in a load a lot a lot of nonsense that was in in these generated ideas was the sugar craft junkies i was like oh that works (laughs) (laughs) so uh that we stuck with yeah. Moving on to uh, to put the logo around it, I think. Yeah, so we did debate getting someone to do it, but we decided we'd have to go first in Canva. Yeah, well, you're a bit of a whiz with Canva, aren't you? So, Well, I've used it a lot and I find it quite straightforward. They've got um, templates for logo designs, which makes it a whole lot easier, to be honest. So yeah. I did probably about six or seven different ones that I all thought were okay. Some of them I didn't like particularly, but I thought, well, we'll leave them in and see where, if we're on the same page or not. And what we'd pretty much decided was we didn't want it pink and girly and we wanted it quite no. bold and quite a bit, bit funky. informal. Yeah. yeah, a bit funky as opposed to serious professional law firm type logo. <laughs> so, that surely would, yeah, it wouldn't yeah, do us very well of, at all. Yeah, sort of the other end of the spectrum. Um, so yeah, we kind of, we did, a, I did a few on Canva and this is the one that we both liked. Um, then I yep. signed up to the Canva Pro for the 14 day trial which means that you can resize your yep. image to whatever size you want yes so I've saved it as for in black with a black background and a white background but we've never actually used the black background because we didn't like it so much in the end I think we've got about every different style going yeah we've got it as screensavers we've got it as mobile phone backgrounds we've got it as like <laughs> Facebook Instagram you know you name it whatever size you can get it in we've got it as that size saved so yeah it's, it's all yep. there ready. The only thing that sorry, the only thing that we, were, we weren't sure about was when we were designing the logo was the little drips, wasn't it? The little paint splats. Oh, yes. Because we thought they looked like Dawn's dinky doodle splats. But we made them really small. Yes. <laughs> so that it wasn't so obvious because they're also in the same colour or virtually the same colour. Yeah. So that was a bit, we don't want it to look like anything that's hers. But I think when yes. they're quite small in the way they're positioned, you don't really notice it so much. Yeah, no, I think I think it makes it pop a little bit as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And then and then it got really exciting because then then we got our wallets out and we splashed out on a bit of kit. Yeah, we did. I think this is yeah. probably our main expense and possibly our only expense because everything we've well two things we paid for really everything else that we've done has been 
free pretty much we've only paid for a couple of things uh, the rest of it we do ourselves to keep the costs down so splashing out on kit was... yeah it was so we so we got ourselves a couple of microphones didn't we mm. we did a lot of research on this via youtube we did. I mean, youtube to yes. be honest, has been our main our main tutor for the, for the most part yes yeah. Just, be- <laughs> just because it's more up to date than books that are published and where things change quite quickly online i'm sure you can appreciate that there's new platforms popping up things have updates so getting a book that came out three years ago will do you no favors as to what's available now yeah no no it was a very quick go-to and it Mm. was very easy but there are a lot of microphones and things out there that you know it was worth exploring and just trying to decide what worked for us best yeah you've got a friend who knows about all this stuff haven't you I do well yeah my husband okay a close friend (laughs) yeah yeah, no, so Dan's like more than I do. Yeah, yeah, he works he works in um kind of the broadcasting side. So he knows people, I should say, probably more than um than his knowledge. But it was it was quite easy to plug a few brains, you know, try mm. and uh, try and get some get some info. And like you say, I mean YouTube was great for just seeing how the different ones work and what yeah. would be good for what we needed to use. Yeah. So we settled on the end in the on the road pod mics wasn't it? We did. So yes. We've got one of them each and they cost how much was it? About a hundred pounds with a lead that yep. plugs into this box that's oh that would be the other money would be the box, wouldn't it? Yeah. So so we invested in a focus right scarlet two I two. Sounds very posh, doesn't it? It's yes, it's a it's a fantastic piece of oh yeah, audio interface kit. It's it's quite small actually. Mm. Um can't be more than about, I don't know, seven inches by say four. Yeah. So it, it it packs away nicely, let's say that. And it does give us a little bit more quality. And when we're together, we can plug both of our microphones in. But obviously, we've had to adapt slightly. Yeah, I say when we're together, every single time we're together, we've forgotten how to use it and have to yeah, that's true. spend about 40 <laughs> minutes fiddling with every dial to the point where it was like, right, just take a picture of it and we'll just, <laughs> we'll just go back to those yeah. settings. <laughs> because literally every time we use it, we've forgotten how to. So... <laughs> I know. And the thing is, by the time, uh, there's been very few times when we've actually been able to record closely together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so I'm sure that when this happens again, we'll probably be back in the same position. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll have our very own training session again. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I do, I use it every time we record this end. I don't. So I've had a lot of different mics set up. So I started off just using the, I think I was just using the computer audio, which is terrible yeah. on mine because my computer's just not very good. It's a um, Lenovo. Oh, Lenovo. Um, it's not really a laptop. It's one of the ones that's a bit like a Mac a notepad thing, but it's not Mac. Yeah, notepad basically. So it's yeah. got no real hard drive. Yeah. So I've got everything on an external hard drive and the, the computer only cost me about 150 quid. So it's not it's not a good one by any stretch. Like the audio is pretty terrible. The camera is pretty terrible. Everything has to plug in externally. So using the computer audio was just a bad idea of mine, really. So in the end, I got a, a USB mic, which means it just plugs into the USB socket on my computer and I can stand the mic on my desk. And I got the Blue Snowball one from Argos. Blue's the brand. Snowball is yep. the style. It's like a little snowball, a white bubble it's on like top a little of the stick. Ball, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was about fifty quid. Um, so that's yeah, it's quite, quite fun- well. it's quite funky actually. Mm, it's really I quite good, like actually. the look of it. 
yeah it looks quite cool it's quite stable and I've used it for my online demos as well because I think it just makes the sound a lot clearer so I have got use out of it definitely um I recently bought a webcam which again for online demos because I'm using my phone and the computer video is just horrendous um and actually that's what I'm using today I'm using the webcam instead because I think the audio on it's slightly better because it's one that's meant for vlogging and blogging. So it's got like an autofocus on it. It automatically focuses on, if I was doing like a YouTube video, it'd block out all the background noise and focus on me. So I think it kind of does that a bit better than the microphone does. Oh, okay. Where did you get that one from? Uh, Amazon Warehouse in the end, because it was out of stock everywhere. They do sell it in Argos. Um, They do sell it on Amazon, but that was out of stock. It's out of stock absolutely everywhere. Oh, okay. And are they costly to buy? It's a Logitech HD 1080p. Um, so I did look, and the cheaper ones that start at around 40, 50 quid have got okay reviews. This has got brilliant reviews, and it's meant to oh, okay. be about 90. I got it for 70. So it was it was quite a lot of money, but actually it's brilliant. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've got on my on my diary the 11th of February, Sam, podcast day, and I think we literally spent the entire day, yep. and I've written down what we did. We did Instagram, so we set up our Instagram account. We registered yep. on SoundCloud, yep. Gmail. We did our logo design. We ordered business cards. Uh, we did Audacity, ordered the jingle and Acast, registered on Acast as well. So we did quite a lot that day. It was. We went out for lunch, Erica. Yeah, we did, over the road. Oh, I've even written down the numbers of the green and the pink that are in our design. Wow. Yeah, no, it was a very productive day. And I think it was something that had we not have done it, we would have really struggled. And thankfully... We managed to get that done before uh, lockdown. Yeah, yeah, before we even knew it was coming. The jingle was something that one of my friends recommended. So I've got a friend who I know from dancing who, as a sort of second or part-time job, does, she's a producer yes. on, I think it's LBC. Yeah. As she does that like a couple of days a week for an hour or so. And she suggested a few things. She was like, it sounds stupid, but record with your yeah. head under a blanket. You'll get much better sound. And get yourself a jingle on Fiverr. So we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we ignored the blanket advice <laughs> until we had to record yeah. outside in your garden. There was pros and cons there. There were, there were. Fiverr turned out to be a very good investment. So this was for our jingle. So we tried looking online for free free jingles and we weren't really finding anything that didn't sound like a keyboard demo. No, and you have to be careful with what you can use. You can't just take any piece of music. No, it needs to be royalty yeah. free and then you run the risk of someone else having the same sound as you, which is fine, but I think we'd rather just have our own music. We both like rock music, so yeah. that was kind of our, we want something a bit more upbeat and a bit heavier. <laughs> so we went on Fiverr and I hadn't used Fiverr before, but actually it's really great. Um, it's an online platform for freelancers from all different genres, really. You've got um, graphic designers, you've got software where designers, um, sound engineering, you know, people who write jingles, people who create logos, all sorts of things that you might need for your business. And they're based all over the world. And you search for whatever it is you want. So we put in jingle and then it will bring you up with all the people that do jingles. They've all got their own profiles. They've got examples of their work. They've got reviews from other people that have bought from them. And the prices vary massively depending on what country they're in. I think the person... We went, I'm not going to lie, we went for one of the cheapest ones. Yeah, so. but but the fact they, they create it, then they send it back to you 
and you can have a listen and they'll tweak it as well yeah yeah so we got it said I think it said five review five changes you were allowed to make but what we didn't realize at the time was that was within a 72 hour period and within that period I'd get the email download it listen to it send it to Sam ask what she thought and then send a reply back so in the end it took more than 72 hours but the guy was like you know what I'm happy to keep working on this for no extra money so it's like okay great yeah it was nice of him yeah it was very nice of him I don't think I think think he was in Indonesia and English was not his first language Mm. even though he was very very fluent in English um we struggled a bit to make ourselves understood as to exactly what we wanted and we still don't really like the end of the jingle so we tend to fade it out because it never really (laughs) got to the point where we're like yeah we can't explain to you what we want and you can't understand us so we've got say 20 seconds worth of jingle that we're happy with that's fine yep that's all we need but yeah it's usable for what we want so yep that's why we tend to fade it out it does actually end but we don't like the way it ends (laughs) yeah it's fine we don't mind fading now we've learned how to no. read. Yeah, so for, for £6, we've got a jingle that is ours that was written for us and we can use in whatever we want. Uh, and that was the only other thing that we bought apart from the microphones. So then so then we kind of uh, decided, we did a bit of research, didn't we, on what we could edit in. Yeah. Which led us to Audacity. <clears throat> yeah, Audacity is a free platform which was created by kind of like a co-op of people who basically put all their knowledge together for free and created a platform that they wanted to use. So it's it, there's no adverts on it. There's no profit involved. It's just completely free and it's updated every now and then with new features. And it is a brilliant editing tool. I think if we had Apple computers, we might have used GarageBand to edit, but both of us are on Mac. So Audacity seems yeah. to be the standard editing thing. And again, we've learned how to edit from watching YouTube videos, but it's actually quite straightforward, isn't it? It's quite intuitive. Yeah. Well, I went over to visit um, a friend of mine. He broadcasts a radio show on a Saturday and he has a little cupboard <laughs> where he edits. <laughs> well, where he broadcasts from and where he okay. edits. I went <laughs> I went into his cupboard with him and we... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So he sat down and he showed me how to use Audacity, yeah, um, which was great because I'm much more of a being shown how to do something and learn that way. Yes, as yeah. I'm not, I'm not a sit down and read stuff. I'd rather no. get on and have a play and then try and do it that way. I'm exactly um, the same. I mean, it does. It is quite quick. So it seems to be there are long ways to do everything and there are shortcuts to do everything. Yeah, I think I spent the first six months doing the long way though. Yeah, I think so. There's so you can adjust all your levels individually. You can highlight a bit and make it louder or quieter or do the whole track, or you can do an automatic thing. Uh, the mm. same with removing noises. The editing, as in cutting things out, is very easy. It's just a case of click and drag across the bit of audio you yeah. want to remove and click a delete button, and it just chops that out. Um, the, the button mm. that I really like at the moment is the silence one. Where you can right. highlight something and silence yes. it. I use that. I use that yes. a lot more than cutting out because yep. if someone else is speaking, then you can silence. Yeah, you don't move your your editing, do you? You don't move no. to speak because otherwise you have to shuffle everything. Um, the other thing we had to look at was hosting platforms. So this took us a while to get our head around, but it made more sense on videos on YouTube. We both got. I think you bought podcasting for dummies, didn't you? I did. Yes, I have got it here. I got it out from the library and I found the YouTube videos easier to follow than the book, I think, to be honest, because the book's quite hefty. 
Yep. Um, Although I did find it an easy read, though. Yeah, yeah, it is an easy read, but yeah. I found it a lot less concise. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different hosting platforms. So a hosting platform is where we upload our podcast onto. So we record on, at the moment, Zencaster, actually, which is a great little platform. We were initially recording on Zoom, but to be quite frank, the sound on it is terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good, was it? That that was when our sound kept cutting in and out and you sound like you're underwater. The problem being that you don't hear that at the time of recording. It doesn't sound like you're underwater. People sound completely clear and then you listen to the playback and it's horrendous. Yes. So that's very difficult to fix because you can't hear the problems when you're recording them. Zencaster is a free podcasting platform, basically online. Yeah. Um, one person sends the other a link and you can chat online, you can record it, it will record us each on our own PC and then upload at the end of when we finish recording, it will upload what we've recorded to a cloud essentially. And then the person who's requested the meeting can download it. So Sam today's requested it because she's doing the editing today. Yep. Um, so she can then download it and then put it into um, Audacity for editing. Yep. Once we've edited it, so that means adding on our little intro, adding in our jingle, deleting any bits that we want to get rid of, like coughs and when we just talk nonsense or things that don't make any sense or bits that we've kind of gone <laughs> off on a bit of a tangent. And Are you referring to anyone, Erica, by any chance? Both, both, both of us, both of us. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel we should do an edit of all the bits that we've got rid of. <laughs> oh, my. Well, and string them all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just call that the gobbledygook episode then. <laughs> it is. It is. has a lot of... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's a lot of nonsense. Yeah. Um, yeah, once we've recorded that, we will download it as an MP3. So it's as a music track, essentially. And then we upload that onto Acast, which is our hosting platform. So yep. this is like our website, essentially. And it's got all about our podcast. So it's where we put our show notes. It's where we we give the episode its name and write anything we want to write about it. We can upload pictures there if we wanted to. Um, there's all sorts of things that you can yeah. do on uh, yeah. Acast. Uh, we look at lots of different platforms again. Acast is the best free option. Um, yeah. We don't pay for it, but there are paid options, including ones that can give you massive amounts of storage. And you can also monetize on them as well. So you can include adverts, which we haven't done yet. Um, haven't really felt the need to, to be honest. No. But, but that is an option. Um, so once we've recorded and uploaded our track to Acast, Whoever has done the editing will then send the other person a message saying, have a listen, see what you think. And we can schedule it. So we'll schedule it for release on whatever date. And then on that date, it goes to all the different platforms that we have linked to. So that will be Apple Podcasts. It will be Google Play. It will be Spotify, Stitcher, um, all those sort of things, basically. All you do is you create an account and you add in your RSS feed. So your RSS feed is generated by your hosting platform so it's basically a short code it's like a little quick link into your account and every single time you publish something new on your account it automatically goes to all these other places so we don't have to individually upload our podcast into every single place where you can listen to it it goes automatically because we just upload it into Acast which sounds really complicated but once you've done it it's very very simple because it means you're just updating one place and that's then farming it out to everywhere else I mean I've got to say I think Acast is brilliant it's been really, really good. Like we've had no issues yeah. with it so far. Um, it does everything we want it to do. We've got 
I think it's unlimited storage. I think we can basically record a set amount of things a month. And because we're only doing one a month, it's not really an issue. Yeah, no, I think it's been brilliant. Yeah, it also gives us a website. Um, There are analytics on there as well. And if you want to go more in depth and pay a bit more, there's two different options. Yeah, A-C-A-S-T is Acast. Um, You can also link into Patreon as well. But this suits us for what we're doing. It, It works perfectly. We've had yeah, no yeah. problems with it. And then I would, what I what I try and do is go then into our Gmail account, which we set up. Yes. And we have various people on our email address. And I changed the signature. I attached the new, the latest link to it. And then email out to all of those people, kind of just A, reminding them that we're here. And B, if they've got any new products, um, if they'd like to ping us a, an email to tell us about them, um, then we've got something to to talk about in our episodes. Yeah, I always do the show notes. So when I go through, Sam does a lot of the editing. I do a lot of the show notes. We do we do mix and match, but so far it's been you doing a lot of editing, isn't it? I had a little nightmare with my last one. So I, we tend to record our main topic separately and then we'll do the rest of the stuff a little nearer the time because that needs to be more up to date and more relevant especially with the new stuff coming out so we tend to do them separately and I I'd edited the main topic and saved it and then I'd edited the start and I'd edited the end and saved them and then went to go and put them all together and the main topic hadn't saved properly so it couldn't open and also the end hadn't saved properly so it couldn't open so I had to do them again so that was like 45 minutes worth of content to edit and yeah. we probably chop out maybe, what do you reckon, up to a quarter? Oh, yes, it depends on how it depends on how long maybe. we talk for, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. We we try and do we try and do sort of half an hour's worth of topic and then say yeah. twenty minutes at the beginning and ten minutes at the end, roughly. Yeah. So it's an hour all yeah. in. But yeah, it, it was a good like fifty minutes worth and that to re edit all of that took me two and a half hours. But oh, I have to say, I was not as thorough as I would have been. There was a lot more ums left in than I would have got rid of first time round. I can't bother with this. <laughs> Do you know what? That's that's something that I find completely amazing. And it's not until you start to edit is what you actually say and how much you actually repeat or how much you, when you do um or we you have a habit that you can yeah, yeah exactly yeah or you go um or you know you breathe which sounds a yeah. bit random really but yeah, on, no, on microphone hear, it like, comes out yeah and I know like, I can tell like when I've had hay fever or got asthma you can hear me breathing you can hear me like oh, before yeah. I speak yeah <laughs> so you have to get rid of all of them <laughs> and sometimes yeah you just go through and you think oh you know uh you're you're waffling or you like we were talking earlier mm. I do a lot of waffling it's it's just me <laughs> Or, or I think we tend to start a sentence and then it tells off to nothing. So I'm like, well, that kind of needs to go because it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't relate to anything. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> As I was saying, um, that's what I'm like indoors. My family just look at me and go, "What are you talking about?" Because I'll start talking on one. I'll start talking on one topic and then my brain just starts switching onto something else, and I'll just. Oh. I, and then I get back to the point where I'm like, "Oh, that had nothing to do with what we were originally talking about." So. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we've got the editing down from about eight to 12 hours to probably sort of, I'd say for half, half the show probably takes two and a half. So maybe five hours. Maybe I'll let you know after this one. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say five hours, I think, is about right at the minute. So it's still, to be honest, by the time you've done that and sent yourself a person to listen to, it's an hour's worth of listening. Yep. Um, typing up the show notes I tend to do, which is a case of everything we've mentioned, listing it and then searching for a link and putting that link in. Yep. Sam then emails everyone to let them know it's been out. And I do the Instagram with the ones to watch. So I message the people who are our ones to watch and say, if it's on the day it comes out, say that you are one to watch and this is a link mm-hmm. to the show. Congratulations. Um, it's a good day's I, worth of work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it is a day's worth of work between us for an episode yeah. at least. Um, and then obviously little, little bits in between, which is mostly the Instagram and emails. And we've tried to look at scheduling, but because we don't have Facebook and we decided we don't really want Facebook, Yeah, you can't use any of the scheduling tools because they all have to have a Facebook page to let you log in. Yeah. What I would what I would like is to be able to um, Instagram on our Sugarcraft Junkies page, but then send it to because I have a, well, we both have a business uh, Instagram page. Yeah. And then my I do have a Facebook page and actually most of my um, interaction comes through Facebook. It doesn't yeah. come through Instagram, funnily enough. Mm. Um, so what I'd love to do is to be able to go from uh, Sugarcraft Junkies to Cake Innovations, which then goes through to uh, Facebook. Because What's it posts across all three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, can do two. I seem to be able to. I, I haven't worked out how I can do all three. You'd need to use a um, scheduling platform. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't be bothered and, with that. Yeah, register with your Facebook account and then link in the two Instagram accounts. Oh. But that would mean that then I wouldn't be able to post using the host. I'd still be able to post to ours, but whatever I posted wouldn't link to your accounts. Yeah, no, we won't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, we, we decided actually it's much less hassle. For the amount that we post, I mean, we probably do like a picture a week, let's be honest. Yeah. And that then is literally a case of looking back through my phone. I've got a separate folder for podcast which I copy pictures into that we need to post and then delete them as I've done it. Yeah, I mean, we've got, we have actually got a list. We did a list, didn't we, of um, all the topics that we came up with. And I've got a book, which is like our, my little Bible. So as we're recording, I will tend to jot down um, what we've talked about to help me when I'm doing the show notes as well, just so I've got something to refer back to. And so we can look back through about what we've talked about each month and what we mentioned as our ones to watch and what we had in the new stuff, because sometimes you can't really remember whether you've already talked about something or not, or whether I've just talked to Sam about it or we haven't actually recorded it at all. So it's quite good to have a little book that's got it all jotted down. And I've created a spreadsheet. (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm I'm less of the on the computer because I know I will never look at it again and I won't update it. yeah, we've still got quite a few things on our on our main features list that we haven't talked about. I'd say at least another year's worth of topics. And then oh, that, that's doesn't good. Include, that doesn't include anyone that we might interview in that time either. So, Oh, no. Well, hopefully a, we've got quite a good interview coming up this year, inadvertently. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we shall, we shall we let do. everyone know about that later. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, we, we decided as well at the beginning that we weren't going to be particularly interview heavy. I think we wanted it to be more of a chat rather than... Yep rather than an interview most of the time so we've kind of not stayed away from the interviews but we've tried to make them less frequent than no but I have to say it has been really really nice um to be able to have people uh to interview um, over the last year poor old Joe Garwell was very much our um guinea pig yes 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and it taught us a lot about different platforms to use and you know what's really important about background noise and mm. things like that. Yes, we've now created um a sheet basically for anyone that we're interviewing saying things like you have to have earphones you have to have a yeah. microphone even if it's just a microphone on your earphones you yeah. have to do a sound check with us you know there's all these things that they we do have, have a do and don't <laughs> yeah a do's and don'ts and this is the platform we're using and it does make things a bit better for us it's not too long but it means that hopefully we can record in one take rather than lots of takes yeah because it is again it's time consuming to go back through it and to to edit Yes, yeah. And we we do actually do we do everything in one take really, don't we? We just cut out the nonsense rather than Yes. Rather than stop and start again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a it's been a really good educational year. Mm, it has, I've thoroughly it has. enjoyed it. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Sam. I've enjoyed it as well. And I think we've learnt a lot that's actually quite useful and I think will be quite useful going forwards as well. Yeah, definitely. I look forward to the second year. Yes. And hopefully we'll be able to use some of our business cards, which we printed back in March and have not given to a single soul so far. <laughs> oh, I did. I'm sure I gave some out at the Cake Professionals uh, conference did. last year. That was what we ordered them for. And we kind of yeah. got them rushed delivered so Sam could take some to the Cake Professionals con- yeah. conference. Yeah, I do have a lot of them out. in my purse. <laughs> so do I. Just getting dirty, I think. Um, but hopefully this year there will be some more events where we can actually go and give people cards and say we'd love to interview you these are our contact details yeah um that sort of thing so yep. yeah that would be perfect perfect okay. shall we move on to ones to watch my one to watch this month is Bicky Picky so let me spell this out to you phonetically because you've had lots of fun and games of Sam trying to understand what the hell I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it yep. is Bravo India Charlie Kilo Yankee Papa India, Charlie, Charlie, Yankee, all one word. And this is Sylvia Jankowski, and she is based in Earl's Court in London, but she is originally from Bulgaria. And I'll just like to apologise now if there's lots of background noise, because next door is doing building work, so they will probably be drilling <laughs> at some point whilst I'm speaking, but not that I can I'll do. I'll let you know if I can't hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah, she makes the most fantastic biscuits. Um, she's won Cake Masters um, Cake Designer of the Year 2020, quite rightly so. I would honestly, I would never have known that she was uh, that these were all biscuits had you not said. No, they look like models, but they're basically a mixture. They're biscuits put together in a 3D scene, and they're. They're iced in more of a bas relief style, so there's a more of a 3D element to them. Some sugar paste, some royal icing, um, some painting. So the painting techniques that I guess the same kind of techniques that you get when people do the paintings on the floor and make it look like you know all 3D and there's a lot of depth to it. She's done yep. the same sort of thing with these. So there's a lot of items that look really 3D, but it's just the way she's painted them. They're actually yeah. not nearly as deep as they appear. Uh, but they're absolutely fantastic. The level of detail is incredible. They look like detailed models. They don't look like they've been that they're flat pieces of paste that have been painted. Basically, they do. There's a I've just discovered uh, um, images of hydrangeas, mm. and they actually look like they are hydrangeas in a vase or in oh, a yeah. basket. Yeah, 
Yeah, and they're all flat biscuits that have been painted and put together, and you'd never know until you get to the close-up. You're like, oh, it actually doesn't stick out. Yeah. It is just still painted. <laughs> but yeah. <gasps> Sorry, I've just found one with um, a stained glass window in St. George's Chapel, Windsor Castle. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it's, so it's like a great big plaque of a biscuit, and she has painted... Every single stained glass. I mean, well, I'm just going to say you think it's a big plaque, but if you come out and look at the picture next to it, you can actually see the size of them. And it's two miniature cakes, and these plaques are probably the size of your palm (gasps) at the most. Oh! (laughs) They were her. That makes it even more impressive. (laughs) Yeah, they were her royal wedding competition at the Ideal Home Show entry. Wow, that's yeah. all I can say. Yeah, there we go. There's a drilling. Um, her yep. painting skills are incredible, and her modelling skills are as good. She is very, very, very talented at both of them. And I think the way she puts her scenes together is. <laughs> I'm in awe. Yeah, I think the way she puts her scenes together is as much of a talent. It almost reminds me a bit of the sort of theatre, like you know, little theatre toys, the old-fashioned ones, where there's all the different. Like yeah. layers of people it's very like that like she's she can put together a scene really well and make it interesting and sure she'll use depth as well as layout if i'm making any sense yeah. i feel like i'm being lost into a world of her her images mm. I, I, i'm forgetting to talk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's an awful there's an awful lot and there's no particular style other than the way that she makes her images I'd say like there's no one particular subject that she keeps coming back to there's fantastic ones of people animals um Christmas there's some like hippos and a I don't know what they're on some kind of fountain and Alice in Wonderland yeah uh, styles yeah like like Fabergé eggs yeah there's, there's all sorts on there really there's planes you know there's no real one style um but her Honestly, her talent is incredible. So it's Sylvia Jankowski and she is Bicky Picky and she's won lots of Best in Shows. So thank you, Sylvia. Your work is fantastic and very inspiring. And I am now following you. (laughs) (laughs) Who have you got, Sam? So I have got Sophia Fox Cake Arts Studio. So she is uh, from Portugal. Might think I'd prefer to be there at the moment (laughs) with the weather that we've got. And she does, well, we're we're trying to work out whether they were all buttercream or whether there's a combination of buttercream and um, sugar paste. Mm. It, It seems that she does only classes. Yeah. And the images are of the classes that she does. The recent ones she's done are kind of almost like construction, concrete type things are very in at the moment. They're very structural, aren't they? They are very structural. Um, So I suppose the latest one that everyone, well, people may have seen is of like a cylindrical barrel as a drip. So the actual cake is elevated off the base and those bits that come down from the base of the cake to the drum are drips. And then partway up, she's got these enormous crystals um, which come around with some gold. 
I want, well, I want to say foliage, but yeah, gold twigs with butterflies. Oh, they're, on no, looks yeah, I was going to say they're butterflies, aren't they? Yeah, um, out of the top. So it's so it's a gravity defying thing, and it's absolutely stunning. I love the colours of the crystals. The other thing I like is she does a lot of square cakes. Yes, um, and I do find that a lot of people stay away from square and they go to round. Mm. The one that actually I really love, which is a bit odd, really, because it's not a pretty thing. But it's the one that's kind of got concrete. She actually calls it um, a light in the dark. Yeah, I love that. The base of the cake is kind of in a, in a wood design. Yeah. So it's all square. It's kind of a wood design. And then above it is is like a concrete element. But it's it, it looks like it's broken. And then in the centre, it looks like there's a wire mesh. Yeah, so if you if you imagine like a building that's been damaged by war or something that's been bombed, yeah. and you get all the the metal structure of the building in wire yeah. that's sort of been exposed and the bits of concrete have fallen off it, that's what the top... It looks like it's been damaged by some kind of blast It's at the stunning. Top. But she also teaches um, that same class where she's elevated... So... So within the class, it looks like she teaches that as a as a, an all in one cake, mm. but then she also teaches it, shows you how to do it so that the concrete part is elevated, okay. so that there's a gap between the wooden cake base and the top part. Mm. Sorry, our windows um, are now being washed, so you've also got like a rain sound. <laughs> It gives it an authentic kind of background flavour. Yeah, okay, we'll pretend it's rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and these classes obviously get booked up very quickly by the looks mm. of it. I, I think that they they just they just stand out to me. They're just different to, yeah. to kind of what's out there. Yeah, she's got a lot of skills, actually. So she's got a lot of sort of carving skills, but she can also paint really yes. well. She's got a yeah. lot of, a little bit further down her page, a lot of very nicely painted things like, I think you said the Chihuahua Judificate yep. International was how she came to yep. your attention. Yeah. Um, that was in July. Um, she's also it got was, a little bit yes. further down some painted faces that are really rather lovely on the side of double barreled cakes. Yeah. She likes uh, a lot of texture. She does a lot of texture things. Mm. I do love a bit of texture. It really just brings a cake to life, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Pop over to Sophia Fox Cake Art Studio, which is where you'll find her on Instagram. And um, we just love what you do. Well, that is all for this month. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're being surrounded by drilling and window cleaning now. <laughs> In which case, I guess it's time to say goodbye. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so we would absolutely love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell your friends that we're here and we'd love to have them come listen along with us. Uh, We will list all the things in the show notes below. You can follow us online on Instagram at the Shieldcraft Junkies and we'll be back on the 10th of March when we're talking buttercream. So we'll speak to you That's exciting. Bye. Bye.